Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Atletico Mints with me, Pablo Cordroy, and my co-host Brent Cardholder. Coming up on today's show, we have Mr. Peter Beardsley, Mr. Sean Dyche, Roy Hodgson, a special edition of Crime Files, and much, much more. Hi, Brent. How come you're such a piece of shit? Nature or nurture? What the fuck is this? What? I'm I just being like pro. This. That was a very pro beginning. Brent who? Cardholder. That's you, yeah. That German. No, it's your name. Right. Brent can't... You didn't tell me about this. Look, I don't... Look, immediately, it's we've started flapping. It's all disintegrated oh. after that beautiful beginning. Welcome to Atletico Mens with me, Pablo Corduroy. Hi, Brent. How come you're such a piece of shit? But that's the bit I object to, really. All right, well, I talk about that I don't mind being your sidekick. I don't <laughs> mind being Brent, Brent Cardholder, but you've just weirded in with the insults, as usual. Yeah, but what's the answer, nature or nurture? A bit of both... Bit of both. Bit of both, yeah. Born yeah. of shit. Became, and I come from a family of shit, but, you know, I've, I've grown up around shit, so it's rubbed off. <laughs> I'm going to give you a quiz, Andrew, because I do enjoy them. You've oh. defeated me the last couple of weeks. Oh, so you've turned the tables. So it's your I turn. See. It's... I don't like losing at the quiz, so I'm <laughs> going to be the quiz master again. Then he'll see. Yeah, go on. So... It's a popular supermarket, Andrew. Right. Where do you shop Asda? Asda, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, I like to mix it up. OK, well, this one's Tesco's. <sighs> so it's the Greek island of Tesco's, <laughs> near Argos. <laughs> um, now, um, it's foodstuffs. Right. All right. So I'll introduce the quiz. It's called Pap Twang Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Doing Pap Yogurt, peanuts, crunch swack, bread. Give me just a little more time. Okay. Yeah. I'm only putting in three to make it a bit easier oh, for you. Oh, thank you. Right. Jammy Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Standard packet. Proper brand. I think it's Crawford's or something, isn't it? Right, yeah. Um, ski yogurt four pack. Yeah. Tesco white sliced bread. In the polythene, you know, like a, you know, like your classic yep, loaf. Yep, yep, yep. Bread's cheapest. Okay. Most expensive is the ski yogurts. Did you say? Yes. Yeah, ski yogurts the most expensive. So that means the jammy dodges are in the middle. Andrew, mm-hmm. you have just defeated. Yes. Pop twang dodges. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Doing pop yogurt. Peanuts! Oh! Thwack bread, give me just a little more time! Well what done, lad. What a dear, what a time to be able... Thank you for reducing it to three and giving me a chance. Do you think it helps? Definitely. Yeah. Plus, as well, that some of those uh, products are some that I purchase as well on a regular basis. Oh, ah, right. I can't <laughs> believe that you buy regular jammy dodges. You'll buy some... Of course I do! You'll buy economy. 
jam creams they'll be called. I was having a conversation with a one-year-old the other day. Yeah. The jammy Dodgers were present, and I instructed him to jam his index finger into the heart of jam. The heart of jam. And he enjoyed it immensely. um, How do you eat them? Stick my finger in the heart of jam. I see, that's one of these things getting old. Scoop a little bit out. Nibble it off my fingertip. Dirty boy, and naughty then just boy. Eat, eat the rest. I, when I was young, I used to um, take the top half off, mm-hmm. push the jam through. Cool. Yeah, have yep. that, and then lick the cream off the the bottom half. The white stuff is it cream? There's no, there's no cream in jammy dodgers. Yeah, there is. Any, no, there's not. Yes, there it's is. Just jam. You're, no you're thinking of them face things. Am I? Yeah, I think so. Well, the, the jam in the eyes. Well, I'm sure our mouth. listeners will tell us. I think there's a creamy, creamy sort of white substance in there, <laughs> akin to <laughs> a sweet dripping. Is, maybe there is in Market Harbour where you live. Um, do you have any methods for eating biscuits that are unusual? Oh, that's an, I like that question. Yeah. Unusual biscuit um, eating. Because with a, I'll say with a club biscuit, I'll confess, I like to gently nibble off the chocolate around the rim. Right. Of the outside of the biscuit. I think everyone does that. Andrew. Does everyone do I that? think so. I'm not don't mean to piss Only the good people do that. I don't mean the best people. To piss on your presence, but you know <laughs> Here the, we are. I'll tell you what I used to do when we had a gas fire when I was young. Mm-hmm. You know, a Canon two thousand gas mm-hmm. fire. That I used to do you remember the majestic wafer? It's a wafer biscuit, you know, like wafer, bit of gunge, wafer, bit of gunge. Yeah. I used to hold that in front of the fire mm-hmm. and the, the top wafer would gradually Come away with oh, the heat. Peel off. Take that, then lick the gunge. And then it repeat, repeat, repeat until consumed. Yeah. So I, I used to melt the uh, the plain chocolate digestive. I used to melt the chocolate on that, then lick the chocolate off the top of that. Yeah, I think everyone does that. Andy. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> what? But I tell you what. What do you do with the chocolate finger? Do you just do you, do you lick? Do you insert it into your mouth repeatedly to take the chocolate? Um, no, I just nibble the chocolate finger generally. Okay. Because once you've sucked the chocolate off, the finger by itself is quite bland. So yeah, and not, it, it's, 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 it is one of the blandest senses, Disappointing isn't it? conclusion. A bit uh, like the club, actually. Ah, uh, the club's all right. No, if you separate the, the club biscuit bit of the biscuit, it's almost savoury. It's, like uh, it's almost like a cream cracker. But you've still got, because you, you've nibbled the bit around the edge, you've still got the top and the bottom chocolate on there. Unless you nibble that off as well. Yeah. Okay. Psychopath. All right, Bob. Well, one thing is sure, and that is that life is a a very long song indeed. It's been a difficult week, you know, and it has left me a little bit down in the dumps. Time seems, uh, you know, to be dragging a bit. The things I used to love staring at don't seem as vibrant as before, like, you know. And, I mean, I, I get up and have a wash in the kitchen sink, you know, cook the wife for boilies, fill up the peanuts, you know, for the flying birds, take a broom to the front, front drive, you know. The Albanian fella next door is always up early, like, and in his garden having a ciggy, you know. We don't 
speak late, you know, but sometimes our eyes meet and he quickly looks away. Dog dead. So, uh, wife is in hospital late, you know, because of a dodgy leg, but I can't visit today, you know, because of what happened yesterday. I usually I was allowed to go whenever I wanted, you know, because she's in a, a private ward, like. So yesterday, I turned up like about 8.30, I reckon, 8.35, I'm not fucking sure. <laughs> and she was just waking up. Morning, darling. Oh, it's you. Oh, what the, what do you fucking want? Sitting on me bed like a spooky fucking pervert. I was having a nice fucking dream where me and Mark Lawrenson were on a big fucking yacht listening to Fleetwood fucking Mac in our swimsuits. Uh, I'm sorry about that, love. Anyway, uh, I sneaked some grub in like you asked, darling. Oh, I suppose you want a fucking medal, do you? For turning up here when I've looked after you every day of me miserable fucking life. Don't be like that, Laura. I brought you hard boilers and, and a cling film onion for your breakfast, you know, like you, you asked for. How fucking many? Uh, seven boilers and that onion is a good size. Well, I started to uh, peel the hard boilers while she took into her morning onion. This is a shit onion. A fucking tasteless, watery, fucking boulder of shite. Well, at this point, I uh, knock on the door. So I quickly took the onion off the wife and hid the food uh, back in my carrier bag. You see, the wife is on a strict diet to help reduce the swelling in her leg bulbs, you know. It's some kind of nurse, you know, and he's got the wife's hospital breakfast. Nurse says... Hello, you two. Breakfast is served. Oh, hello, Stanley. How lovely to see your handsome face. First thing, you are such a tonic. Uh, two poached eggs on instant mash, just like you ordered. Oh, and may I ask, are the yolks very firkin runny, as requested, my little saucepot? Uh, yes, of course. Anything else you need? Well, you could get rid of this lazy, useless fucking dial for me. You're such a card, Mrs B. I'll see you later. So, uh, wife, you know, tucks into her porches like... Now these are proper fucking porches. As runny as fuck and they slip down me throat like a buttered fucking frog. Fucking perfect. Why can't you achieve this level of consistency, you horrible fucking dickhead? <laughs> No, sorry, love. I will try better when I get you home. Call that fucking home. It's a fucking tomb. Now passes me hard boilers. So I lay the, the peeled boilers on her dover, like, and she starts to tuck in. Suddenly the doctor enters the room and she sees what we're up to. What's going on here? You do know that she's on a strict limit of two eggs a day. You have been warned about this, Mr Beardsley. 
Oh, thank God you've come just in time, Mr. Thompson. He strode in here like Rod Stewart at a hen party and started forcing me to eat his eggs. He said if I didn't, and I fucking quote, he would fucking bray me. Is this true? Uh, ooh, and, uh, uh, to uh, be honest, Doc, she told me I had to bring them in. She said if I didn't, she would take a hammer to me feet. He's lying, Doctor. Get him out of here. I'll never get better with his fucking bed face in my room. So the doctor tells me I have to leave and that uh, I couldn't come to uh, visit unless I were contacted by the hospital first. So here I am down in the dumps wondering what the wife's getting up to with that nurse fella. I'm a bit worried about how she's coping, you know, without the eggs. I think I'll drive up uh, the retail park, have a look at the posters on the windows of Harvey's furniture. Maybe staples. That's usually a pretty good stare, that, you know. Before I get off, uh, I've got a couple of jokes uh, from the old joke book for you, Bob. So, so I went to the doctor's, you know, because uh, I had a lettuce stuck up my ass. All he did was apply a dressing. Uh, I've been told that uh, crocodiles, you know, can go up to 15 feet, but I've never seen one with more than four legs. <laughs> My wife uh, told me I was too childish the other day whilst we were shopping, you know. I was so shocked I almost fell out of the trolley. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> one Peter B and C. The only one, Peter Beatty. I'll, I'll see you, see you, Bob. <sighs> There's that was Peter. nice because it started off completely heartbreaking and ended and just ended worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you like a little bit of Scouse or would you like a little bit of uh, John Chalice for Body Fools and Horses? I'll take John Chalice, please. Marlene! <laughs> it's very good. Can I have the Scouse, or is that now unavailable? Um, no, you can have the Scouse, I suppose. Go on, then. Caroline, under the Anfield lights. Very good. There you are. I mean, I'll always prefer only foals. Yeah. You know, I'm a knocking I might not bit. offer you the choice again, but there you are, that's it, then. Can I thank you for your recommendation of that diving show? Diving movie? I haven't watched it yet. Was it good? Oh, he's fantastic. I was only told that someone someone said it was good. Do you know what it's called? Forgot. I couldn't remember. Is it Life for a Breath or Breath Under Water? Was it, was or... it BBC iPlayer, was it? No, I, I didn't see it there. I saw it on Netflix, I think. Definitely Netflix. Life Near Death, Breathing Life. Anyway, it's absolutely terrific. Last so, Breath. Last Breath. I've so got a quick look there while we're chatting. Uh, is that Roy Hudson outside there? Oh, shit, it is. It's Roy, yeah. All oh, right. I'll tell you what. I'll go and let him in. See Thank you. Up, so. Oh, there Hi, Hi, Roy. Come in. Hi, Roy. Thank you. Thank you. I see you've gained some weight, you lumbering little oaf. Oh, yeah. All right, Roy. There's no need for that. Come on. Oh, yeah. You want someone's work, do you, granddad? <laughs> all right, all right. What, what have you been up to since the season ended then, Roy? Oh, planning, mainly. 
This time of year is about the development and execution of plans for my future. It's something in which I excel. Oh, right, I see. What, the planning shape of your squad, new signings, that kind of thing? No, I'm on the brink of launching a brand-new tabletop military strategy game with a medieval fantasy theme. Well, we're honest, uh, right? Sounds a little bit like my war mama. No, it's nothing like that. For one thing, the name is completely different. Oh, yeah, what's it called? Roy Hammer. So, Roy Hammer, right... <laughs> Roy Hammer! Roy Hammer! Roy Hammer! Roy Hammer! Roy Hammer! It's not hard! Roy Hammer! Oh. Say it! Okay, Roy Hammer! Yeah! You say tabletops uh, military game, fantasy, medieval fantasy thing, but isn't that's what Warhammer is, isn't it? No, this is a totally different and unique and better game. The other game, the name of which I refuse to say. Warhammer. Okay, whatever. That game is usually played on a flat six foot by four foot surface. My game, is played on a flat seven foot by five foot surface. So I think you'll agree the two games bear no resemblance to each other whatsoever. Oh, all right, right. So what about the armies in Warhammer? What are they called? They're called the Red Devils, the Cockney Pricks, the scarcers, the foreigners, and miscellaneous assholes. All right, okay. Are they all like? Are they good? Are all good or all evil? Evil, all of them, pure evil. There's only one good army in Warhammer. That's the Zaha Warriors. Ah, I named after your player, uh, Wilfred Sahar, I assume. It might be, yeah, might be. Uh, hang on, is this whole right Warhammer thing? Warhammer. All right. Is it just um, an elaborate r- r- ruse, ruse to try and persuade Zahar not to leave Palace this summer? A ruse? A ruse? I don't know what you mean. Come on, right, it is, isn't it? You don't want Zahar to sign for another club, so you've come up with a new game named specially after him. Well, maybe it's named after me, not after him. The army's named after him. You've been paying attention. But, well, all right, I wish you the very best of luck with it, Roy, I suppose I should say that. I don't care about your wishes. You cannot control me. I've had enough of this. Your ruse accusation was a step in the wrong direction. I'm off. Hold on. Um, Ruse. 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 Ruse, yeah. Anyway, stop trying to placate me. I'm going. All right, see you around, Roy. Roy Hammer. Roy Hammer. Roy Hammer. Roy Hammer. So? Can't say that taken off, can you? Roy Hammer. He's going round all the stations, isn't he? Probably. I'm probably trying to He's popped it. in here. Is this yeah. a station now? It's clearly the same game, isn't it? Yeah. You could have had this episode three days earlier if you'd subscribed to Club Parsnips and it wouldn't have any adverts in it. It's only £2 a month plus VAT and you get every episode of Mince three days before non-subscribers with all the adverts took out. At least one exclusive episode of our Athletic or Parsnips spin-off podcast, a Ben Picks animation, a compilation episode each month and advance notice and early bird tickets for any future live shows we may or may not do. How about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And here's some little bits that you're missing from the latest Athletic or Parsnips episode. Take your strides off and put your arse up towards my satellite dish. Take a seat and expose every one of your senses to our atrocity exhibition. When my head blows, it's going to be carnage. I'm not judging you. I'm very fucking judging you. If you want to subscribe... Go to patreon.com slash athleticomince and for more information, athleticomince.com slash parsnips. Hey. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Are you still interested in... um Unusual incidents. Yeah, very much so. I have got an ongoing unusual incident which might interest you. Go on then. My dog, yeah. right, which is half Shih Tzu, half Chihuahua, complete idiot, yeah. has got a nemesis on the estate where I walk him. All right. His nemesis is a house. Really? Yeah. There's this house, particular house. I don't know what it is about it. It hasn't got a dog in it or anything yeah. or any animals. But we get to this house and he tries to run up the grass at the front, tries to throw himself through the window. Maybe that he's a he might be like a cadaver dog. The oh, be you reckon it could be one there. of them? Yeah, There's corpses in there. Well, it's you know it's only one of a number of possibilities. Could, I, I thought of that. I'll tell you what, I'll knock on the door and ask them next time we're out. What you'll ask the dead bloke if he's dead. Well, if the fella's not dead. I've seen the fella through the window, but I'll ask if he's got any. Yeah, and if any, any corpses in there. Yeah, and if he's the killer, he's going to say, "Yeah, fair cop, isn't he?" Well, you know, honesty pays, doesn't it? I trust the dog. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like the Madeline McCann thing, wasn't it? Yeah. The dogs. The dog smelled something, didn't it? They yeah. smelled it all. All right, okay. Thanks, sir. Well, I don't know that it's unusual, how unusual that is. Is Andrew. it? I, I've never come across it before. Um, I mean, someone tweeted into me to say, um, is this an unusual incident? He came across a full hot water bottle on mm. top of a hedge. That's uh, unusual. But is it an incident or is it just an occurrence or something? You know, it's just... I want Sandy. I might have told you before, but I don't know. Is this an unusual incident? Because me and my mate Cags once bought a couple of hundred uh, posters of UB40. Right. Back probably in the late 70s. Oh, dead now. Terrible shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, got them printed up to sell outside a, a concert at Leicester. Was it a UB40 Hall. concert? Yeah, UB40 concert. Helpful. And we went to the Boozer first. And then by the time we went to De Montford Hall to lay them out, to flog them... The concert had long since finished and there's no one there. But I don't know, that's not really an incident, is it? It's not an incident. It's Well, it's kind of a, an incident, but it's it's devoid of uh, humour, <laughs> uh, interest. It's, like, it's not as heartbreaking as Peter Bainsley, anyway. I've got a spy at Burnley, you know, Burnley Football Club. Oh, have Club. you? All right. Yeah. And uh, he sent out a motivational message... Daish. has, yeah. Um, Good. So I'll play it for you. All right, so. Right, squad. As pre-season beckons, it's time to remind you of the Burnley ethos. Time to provide you with a mantra that will get you through what may be a difficult season. 
Understand the following. I am your God. I am the path to enlightenment. My knowledge was gained in the quarries of Nottinghamshire and the pie shops of Kettering. I have spent many a night on the moors, kicking pheasants into touch and grappling with beasts unknown to mankind. I have experienced pain and embraced it. I am a man, a man of Todd. is there to be kicked, kicked hard. An opponent is there to be kicked, kicked hard. Pies are there to be eaten, eaten hard. Run hard in various directions. If you have not spewed up, we're out of the cup. Kick. Shit. Eat pie. Tackle. Kick. Another shit. More pie. And that's the Burnley Way. <laughs> if you've been man-marked, mark that man with the point of your elbow. If there's a man up front, boot it up to him at great height. No exceptions, no excuses. Organisation, not joy. Efficiency, not finesse. Exhaustion without pleasure. <laughs> Eat carbs on the hour, every hour. Bread, pasta and spuds. I said bread, pasta and spuds. Then pie, pancakes, fudge. Eat carbs on the hour, every hour. Bread, pasta, spuds. I said bread, pasta, spuds. Then pie, pancake, fudge. Wear your shorts nice and tight around your arse. Fix your hair solid with gel and spray mount. Remember, a flailing elbow or forearm can be both offensive and defensive. Steak should never be eaten without gravy. A baked onion should be served with every meal and every course. If you don't do what you're told, you'll be out of the fold. Derby will have you at the drop of a hat, and they are butlers. And remember... Kick. Shit. Eat pie. Tackle. Kick. Have another shit. More pie. And that's the Burnley way. There you go. That's so, so glad I intercepted that. I'm so that, sorry it went on so long. Oh, that's like, great. That sounds so good. First of all, that sounds like uh, a blueprint for my life that I'd love to have. Yeah. And uh, and secondly, it, it, 
the kind of football he talks about there, I'd love to say that's Sunderland. <laughs> no well, finesse. What was it something without finesse? Without joy, without... Pre- well, oh, well, God, please, just win matches. Oh, you, you, how. You've turned to that side of the oh, fence, God, have you? Yeah, just win. A league one, please. What's behind the door? Yes or no? Yes or no? It's back again. What's behind the door? I don't know. I don't fucking know. He doesn't know. What's behind the door? Three things for you to think about going behind the door and have a look at. Robert Mortimer, tell me if you would or would not enter behind the door. Open the door and have a gander. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah, number one, a zookeeper. He's got a birthday cake on a shovel and he's about to feed it to a smiling hippopotamus. Okay. Would you go through the door and have a look at that? Um, no. You could just open it. No, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware you look through doors, Andy. No, no thanks. You have to go all the way in. No thanks. Frightened hippopotamuses, are you? Well, no, I'm thinking that a boat might come up, so okay. I'm serving it. You're allowed to go in as many all times right. as you want. Uh, number two, a man. He's cut up on a golf ball and he wants to show you what's inside it. Always, in, always <laughs> interesting. But no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I can, no. Number three. Akabilk. Oh, here we go. He's uh, smashing up a bread machine with a hammer. Yeah. Because he set it to do small buns, got the ingredient measurements a bit wrong, and they've come out as really dense bread marbles. Okay, well... Also, he's shit-faced. Okay, well, Akabilk, a hammer, shit-faced. Forget the other fruit. Machinery destruction. I'm in there. You know, that's just a bonus, isn't it? Get in there. I mean, I'll have a peep. Thanks for playing along. So I've um, heard a little story about Mark Lawrence. And oh, I, yeah. He was at home watching uh, Women's World Cup with his mm-hmm. wife, Barbara, and he'd invited Steve McLaren round for the evening. Nice. Steve arrived in his light blue Bentley. Mark answered the door. Hello, Mark. <laughs> what a lovely place you have here. Is this a Georgian UPVC front door? Yes, I mean, as much as I love the feel and heft of a hardwood door, this was about a third of the price and very low maintenance. Nothing much more than a scrub down with a Belinda wipe every other day and a drop of oil once a year on the hinges. All right. Is it all right if Casper, my snake, comes in? Not at all. Fangs for bringing him. (laughs) (laughs) He's hysterical. (laughs) I won't offer him a coffee, though. Might make him a bit viperactive. <laughs> Excellent humour, Mark. At this point, Mark's wife, Barbara, comes into the room. Oh, hello, Steve. Is that Casper? He's lovely, isn't he? Yes, he's a yummy bucket of suds and bubbles and curly cream nonsense with a twist of lollipop and bubblegum fancies. <laughs> Would you like him to help you in the kitchen, Barbara? <laughs> Yes, that would be lovely. I'm making some fat balls for the birds. So Mark and Steve sit down to watch the match. Would you like a glass of English bitter brewed in Preston from English hops and using English water and English workmen, Steve? Do you have any wine? You know, something a bit fizzy and fun, maybe a pink Prosecco or a baby sham. No, I don't allow it in the house. It's far too frivolous. Would you like a Capri Sun? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, please. Though I sometimes have a problem getting the straw in the hole. <gasps> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, excellent humour, Mark. Uh, do, you, do you like snakes, Mark? <laughs> yes, but I couldn't eat a whole one. Oh, Mark, <laughs> it's an excellent humour. Well, the football starts and they're sat there watching. 
you know, it doesn't seem right women playing football. I mean, ladies should be at home painting with pastel watercolours, singing, reading magazines. And look at them. Can they, they can hardly kick the ball with their weak childish legs. Christ knows football is boring enough without women getting involved. Oh, give them a chance, you Rodney Plocker. Hey, I wanted to ask you, Matt, do you like Radiohead? No. What about Stormzy? I've got to be joking. OK, what about Coldplay? Oh, yes, very much so, yes. Well, at that point, the front door flies open and in strides Robson Green. Oh, where's Rafa Benitez? I know he's in here. I saw his Bentley outside. Where is he, Loro? I've got to meet him and beg him to stay with the tune. That's Steve's Bentley. Steve McLaren? Not Rafa? Oh, sometimes I think I'm never going to meet Rafa. If I don't get to meet him soon, I swear I'm going to set fire to me face live on the telly. I've met Mr Benitez quite a few times. He's as sweet as an Eccles cake covered in maple syrup. I did a song about him for my ringtone. Listen. Oh, Mr Benitez. Oh, Mr Benitez. Kiss, kiss you, Benitez. Well, at that moment, Robson grabs the phone off Steve. <laughs> Have you got his number? I want you to phone him and tell him to get round here. Say it's an emergency. Say that Mark's on fire. Stop it, Robson. You're acting very erratically. In fact, I'd like you to leave. This is not acceptable. Well, Steve grabs the phone back off Robson and Robson grabs Steve by his hair. Make a phone call, you flimsy bastard. No, that's my hair island. My precious hair island. Casper, Casper, help me. Well, at this point, Casper runs through from the kitchen, yeah? His throat swells up and he spews a good few pints of muck into Robson's face. But he doesn't let go. Casper winds himself around Robson's legs to try and bring him down, but it's no good. Robson is too strong. Barbara comes through from the kitchen. She tosses up a fat ball and volleys it straight into Robson's head and he falls to the ground like a sack of hammers. I thought you said a lady couldn't kick a ball, Mark. I guess I was wrong. And Mark, Steve and Casper laugh their heads off as if... All the oceans in the world had turned into jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Crime Files The Herefordshire village of Cherford was a peaceful, tranquil community where families could live free of fear and in the certain knowledge that their families and their friends would be safe. Nothing much happened, and that was exactly how its residents wanted it to be. That was until the 13th of December, 2018, when everything changed. It was quiz night at the village pub, and about six teams of locals were competing. One team was captained by Neil Hunt, the local nonsense potter. Next to them was a team calling themselves the Laughter Emporium, which included the Arsenal footballers Metip Ozil and Sandy Cazola. Neil Hunt noticed that Cazola appeared to be checking for answers on his mobile phone. Look, I don't know if you realise, but that is cheating. It's completely against the rules and it ruins the, the whole point of having a quiz in the first place. Hey, says Sandy, 
Mr. Nonsense Potter, chill out. What's the matter with you? You lost your party vibe? Here, have a tug on my vape. It's full of skunk and who the hell knows what else? Look, I'm perfectly killed, as you put it. I just don't like cheats. Why don't you go and play on the fruit machine? That seems more like your sort of thing. Metty Ozel chips in. Leave it, Sandy. The man is an ass. Hole. What did you say? What did you fucking say? There's only one thing that looks like an asshole in this place, and that's your fucking warped face. Ozil very slowly gets to his feet. What? Which one? Right. Thankfully, Neil's friend Brian steps in. Look, leave it, you two. Calm it. Let's just enjoy the quiz. Fair enough. Fair enough. But if their team wins, I'll kick up a storm, the like of which hasn't been seen in Cherford since Ollie Mers was caught pissing in the post box. Everything calmed down, and Santi even brought over a drink for Neil's table during a break in the quiz. Hey, guys, have a drink on me. I love to party. I love to go crazy. Most of all, I love to laugh. Hey, if you need bunting, balloons, novelty pens, saucy outfits, I'm your man. I'm going to open a laughter emporium on the high street. The whole village is going to get high. Well, the quiz ended and Neil left on his own, complaining he felt unwell. Just as he was about to turn into his front drive, he was grabbed by two men. It was Ozil and Sandy Cazola. Yeah, no. Hey, Mr. Pottery Nonsense, you not feel so well now, eh? You don't look so good. What's it got to do with you? What do you even want? What do you fucking want? Can't a man walk home without being fucking accosted? God, I feel sick, so fucking sick. Maybe it was something in your drink, nonsense boy. Oh, I get it. I fucking get it. You fucking laced my drink, you pair of bastards. I swear on my fucking fat neck, I will get you back for this. Ozil donkey kicks him to the ground. You dirty fucking turd of a man! Oh, God, my mind is fucking warping! What have you done? What have you fucking done? And then Neil fell out of consciousness. (laughs) Neil woke up slumped on his work desk with a pen grasped in his hand. In front of him a document bearing his signature. It was a deed of transfer selling his nonsense pottery company (laughs) to a company he had no knowledge of for a fee of £50. Its name? Santi's Laughter Emporium, (laughs) Cherford Limited. What have I fucking done? What have I fucking done? The wife is going to fucking kill me! (laughs) What have I... Crime Files. Oh, so, um, you know, it seems to me every village has got a potter yeah. with a similar attitude to yeah. life. That's, uh, yeah, like, interesting, and isn't they it? They always end up, uh, well, not dead this time. 
Well, we don't know, do we? We don't know what he was. I think he was poisoned, wasn't he? Yeah, he'll die. Everyone dies. Um, that's about it for this episode. Okay, well, thanks for having us. I've got some names for you. You can have it respectively. Um, Ponce Johnson, Kevin Remedy, or Mike Two. No, thanks. None of them, right? <laughs> thanks, Bob. Bye-bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.